Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Football and Law podcast. My name's Caleb, and I'm joined with our co-host, Justin. What's going on, man? I'm not much ready for week one to get going. It's Pretty damn work. excited. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm ready for I'm ready for Thursday night. It looks like we got a good first game. Oh, yeah. Bills versus Rams. I mean, you can't ask for a better matchup right off the rip. Uh, former Super Bowl winners from last season, and the Bills probably the uh, leader in the uh, hunt for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I think they're uh, they're either one, two, or three in odds to win the Super Bowl right now if you were to bet it. I mean, with their explosive offense, the only thing you really got to worry about is that defense, which is still pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good defense too. Um week one though, we got plenty of good games. Do we want to get right into it or you got anything else to add? I think we just roll right into it for right now. All right. Well, let's let's do some picks while we're talking about it. Let's go back to that Thursday night football game on September 8th. Bills versus the Rams. At I'm a, Rams. I'm, I'm gonna give it to the Bills all day, honestly. I still love the Rams, but with so many undecided factors. I mean, uh Odell, I guess nothing's happened with that yet, so he ain't gonna be playing. Um, Matthew Stafford has had this injury lingering around, lingering around since last year. Um, so there's no telling what's going on with that, but he's playing it off like it's perfectly fine. But with the explosiveness the Bills have with their offense, I just think it's it's going to be dominated. Yeah, I also have the Bills. I think that there there's just too much firepower that they have, and they got a chip on their shoulder a little bit from how they lost in the playoffs last year. I think I think the Bills start off with a with a nice victory in Week One. The thing about them is, is they're so explosive with their offense that they score fast. So their defense stays in the field for way too long. So they need to find out how to slow it down, but also still score. Yeah, I know. I know all about that being a Tennessee Falls fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, second game that I have here is a, a divisional game: Saints at the Falcons. Okay, I'm still hyping up the Saints train, honestly, and um, s- since our Last talks about it. I still think Saints are going to be on the top. I've been hearing a lot of high for uh, James Winston. Some people have even been saying he's the underdog rooting for the MVP this year. I don't see that far happening, but yeah. I definitely see them beating the Falcons pretty easily here. Well, I got the Falcons and Arthur Smith pulling the upset week one. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Respect. Uh, I like my boy Mariota. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that itself is – as, a, as Titans fans, that's pretty damn cool to see him back in the NFL with a starting position, getting his chance like he should. Yeah, I want to see, uh, like, how him and Arthur Smith reconnect. And then is he going to favor Kyle Pitts or the rookie uh, Drake London? Like, that's going to be an interesting uh, look at it. And then we also got in the running back uh, room, you got Cordero Patterson starting, but then you got Algier right behind him. So, there's just a lot to look forward to in Atlanta. So a lot of lot of wise talent there, a lot of young talent there. So it's gonna be a interesting take. What we yeah, got next? We got uh the Browns at the Panthers, and we talked a little bit about this last week with Baker Mayfield. Okay, Browns at Panthers. Well, that's gonna be the most exciting game right there, right off the rip. Uh it's a revenge game. Hey. Ah. Browns are literally paying Baker Mayfield to play them. And wouldn't that be awesome to see him win? Well, so I think they are paying him to beat them. Kind of like how James Madison paid MTSU to come up and get that bus banked. 
I mean, well, that's how that goes, though, honestly. But <laughs> I mean, that was just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But then again, it's just something to look forward to. Check a gambling line. Maybe bet Colorado State. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Odds, we'll odds could be in their favor. We'll see. Okay, next game. I got the Panthers, by the way. Okay, yeah, me too, me too. Okay, I got – okay, the next game is the 49ers at the Bears. Now, me personally, I think the Bears are going to have a down year. Don't they always? Calm down. Um, I think that they didn't replace enough on the offensive line to protect Justin Fields, and then they hired a defensive head coach. There's very few of those still in the league that are good for the team, one of them being right here in Tennessee. But it's kind of because he lets his offensive coordinators do their job instead of, like, being over top of them the whole time. And it's good to be able to give your coordinators – you know, free leeway to do what they have to do. The head coach already takes on a lot of responsibility. So it, it helps out with trust with everything. But I agree. I think the Bears are in a in a rough spot this year, and Justin Fields is going to be running for his life. So we both got 49ers there? Yes, sir. All right, let's move it along. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. This is a good matchup week one. Ooh, see, I, I've got to give it to the Bengals. I still think the Bengals have a, such a, a, a young, talented team as well. Jamar Chase is out hunting for that 2,000-yard season now, too. He's got that competition with Justin uh, Justin Jefferson going. So I I like to see the Bengals throw up on that defense. But with uh, Mitchell Trubisky, I still have a soft spot for him. I hope he gets a chance in the NFL to start for a good little bit. I still think Kenny Pickett's going to come in there and take the starting job eventually. But it's Mitchell Trubisky's week one. Being a backup quarterback in the NFL uh, is not a bad gig. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it with Mariota now, too. So, he's got his chance. Now it's Mitchell Trubisky's time, too. Yep. Um, I also have the Bengals. I think there's just too much firepower there, and uh, it's going to take a little while for the Steelers to get rolling, in my opinion. Absolutely. Okay, next game, we got Eagles at Lions. I want so bad for the Lions to do good, but week one matchup against the Eagles is just not a good way to start the season for them. So I got the Eagles winning that one, but I do have faith in the Lions this season. I actually have them winning uh, quite a few games, and I think they picked up a lot of pieces on offense and defense to go around, especially when uh, everyone gets healthy. Uh, Jared Goff is still an NFL quarterback. Um, Hate or love him. He went to a Super Bowl one year, so you got to give him all the chances he needs. A lot of people say that's just coaching, but for this week one matchup, I have the Eagles as well. I'd like to see what Hurts is going to do with all these added uh, added pieces. Philadelphia really seems like they're going for it this year. So I like to see the aggressive moves, but let's see if it pays off. Yeah, and I think Jalen Hurts gets a lot of hate anyways, and I, I still don't understand why. I mean, sometimes his passes can be a little inaccurate, but, like, that's every quarterback that happens, especially with your receivers too. You guys get off subject here. But he still played the ball real well last year, so it's good to see. Uh, him getting another chance and hopefully they won't part with him after the season yeah well let's um let's move to the next one i really don't like talking about either one of these teams because they're in the titans division but one of them has to win unfortunately it's the colts at the texans Mm. um we both have the colts wrote down here are you sticking with that yeah i'll give it to the dolts but i just don't think that uh 
I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be anything serious contenders like people think. That's just me personally. But um we have a lot of people that think otherwise, especially one guy in our fantasy group that likes to hype them up so much, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think the Texans have some promise this year, but maybe not week one. Uh, the Colts, they, they need to stick. It's kind of weird. They're going to be running off of like what the Titans are. They got to ride JT like, like the Titans ride Henry and we got to see where it takes them. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw in past time, uh, Derek Henry getting all the carries and feasting off it. So Jonathan Taylor being a young guy, I'm sure he's going to get lots of carries, but they just got to play him cautiously as well because you don't want to see another great running back get injured. Yep. All right. Well, next game is the Patriots at the Dolphins. So I got mixed feelings about this one, honestly. I think I got the Dolphins winning. I could be wrong. But Obama boys, Mac Jones on one of the ball, two attack of Viola on the other side of the ball. It's so hard to watch those guys compete because I just don't know who to root for. And I know they're both going to put a hell of a performance out there. I think two and the Dolphins have the edge over it, though, uh, just for the sole fact that they've been clicking with the offense, the offseason, the addition of Tyree Kill, and then on the other side of the ball, the Patriots. Mac Jones was the uh, top quarterback in all stats for the rookies last season. But he, even then, he's, he didn't have anyone to throw to. But even now, he doesn't have anyone to really throw to. So Yeah, it, I, I think uh, that it's going to be the Dolphins in this game. I think that uh, the Patriots got to work through some stuff before they get good again. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be this season. I mean, you know how Bill Belichick runs it up there. Mm-hmm. They, um, I don't even know who's really calling the plays. I just know that it's, it's a crazy thing up there, and it's not working – in their favor at the moment. Hey, you just got to take it one step at a time. But, like, Bill Belichick ain't getting any younger, and he needs another Super Bowl in his hand. So, you know, he's going to be doing everything he can to get the pieces there fitted. Well, uh, let's move on to the Ravens at the Jets. All right, go ahead and give me the Jets all day. I think they're going to come out, put 40 <laughs> on the ball. <laughs> no, um, I think the Jets did a lot to help themselves this offseason, but – you know, Ravens are going to take the cake with that game all day long. Uh, the whole uh, offseason debacle with Lamar Jackson and his contract seems to be still in the air, but it hasn't really altered his feelings toward wanting to win with the team. Um, whether he's going to be there or not next season, it it's if they want to pay money to him or not, but Lamar Jackson is going to come out and ball out again next year. Yeah, so, I like the I like the Ravens here. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the – contract dispute i guess you can call it with uh lamar but i just think the the ravens got too much for the jets to handle and out there's not really much more for me to add there mm-hmm. maybe uh some fantasy notes like with the ravens like who is their true number one i think me and you were talking about earlier is is duvernay gonna take over that spot or is it gonna be somebody else have personally for personal feelings i hope he takes over the spot because i have him in both my fantasy leagues um, I'm lucky in the dynasty league. I don't really have to play him, but week one jets, I'll probably end up putting them in the slot just because, um, cause it's the jets. So they're going to be slinging the ball on them all day long. They're probably going to run a lot too. So it's going to be interesting to see that for sure. Oh, Lamar's going to put up a hundred. Okay. So Jaguars at commanders, the, the, I would say this is the dud of the noon kickoffs. 
Yeah, uh, that's another one that could go either way. It kind of hurts the the commies a little bit because that star defensive player, what's his name? Chase Young. Yeah. Uh, he he's on the NFL pup list, I believe. So he's out for the first four games. So that's going to be hurting on their defense a whole lot. Um, back to another contract, McLaurin, he got himself a pretty big contract. So, you know, he's all game in. I still don't like Carson Wentz at all. Uh, I, I think the talent wise, the commies have a little bit of an edge on the Jaguars, but we might be able to see a, a Jaguars upset in this game. Well, I have the Jaguars upset in the commies in this game. Alrighty. I uh, I think that Jaguars running game and their new head coach might might be able to be the difference in this game. Yeah, if there's any upset this week, it's going to be that one. All right, here we go. We're going to start the 325 kickoffs with our boys. Tighten up. Tighten up. Giants. <laughs> Giants. Giants. The Giants. At the Titans. <laughs> well, you already know who's going to win it. Uh, the uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I, th- I think even with the loss of so many good players, uh, especially the injuries in the prior week, which takes a huge blow to our defense, I still yeah. think the Titans are going to come out there and whoop some ass. Bud Dupree's got to step up. That's the only thing I can – He's gonna I have can tell to tell from there. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got to come back to it. Um, of course, I have the Titans as well. The the Giants, everything out of their camp has just been horrendous this mm-hmm. year. So if the Titans in Tennessee form actually lose this game, it's gonna it's gonna be a tough pill to swallow. Next uh, next podcast will probably be a little bit longer just for the rants. You thought the Logan Woodside rant was bad. <laughs> but we like to keep faith. We're, we're going to hope for the best here, right? Uh, it's tightening up all day. Absolutely. We, we have faith in them. They're going to win. They're not going to lose. So there's no point of even putting the thoughts in our brain. We're going to run the ball, and they don't ask you how. They just ask you if you got the W in the win column. As soon as Derrick Henry hits the tunnel coming out, it's going to be explosive there, and everyone's going to know football is back. Yeah, I'm ready for it. So the next game is uh, Chiefs at Cardinals. Chiefs and Cardinals is another real good one. Uh, explosive offenses, but um, I think the Cardinals might take the cake with this one as well. Um, Kyler Murray finally working out his contract issues and stuff like that. With the addition of having Marquise Brown on the team, now Hopkins being suspended for six game kind of hurts a whole lot, but I think they made the right move by getting a Marquise Brown on their side because that's another explosive guy who can take a down-the-field pass easily. Um, James Conner is still looking pretty healthy as ever, so he'll be running the ball all over the place for the team. Um, Patrick, yeah, um, go let's ahead. stay in the running back field real quick before you go any further. Who's their backup? Is it is it Daryl Williams or is it going to be a no Benjamin? I I think as of right now it's uh, Darrell Williams, but I, I it's really going to be up in the air with it. Yes, yeah, so I guess we're just going to have to wait and see who who goes out there for that third down or the next series just to get, get Connor gonna, a breather. Yeah, it's going to be the hot hand, whoever's really taken off, honestly. All right. Well, so are you going with Cardinals? I think I'm going to go with Cardinals. All right. I got the Chiefs. Um, I just think that uh, there was too much drama this offseason with the Cardinals and Kyler Murray and the head coach and all that. I think that uh, – I think the Chiefs got them week one. Okay, okay. All right. 
Raiders at Chargers. Another one. Real hard to judge. Uh, I know when we were making our picks uh, by ourselves, I think I might have had the Raiders winning, but I'm going to go with the Chargers because Justin Herbert is just a god of a football player. No matter who you are, you love to see him play because he just is a playmaker. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell everybody why we're doing this. What do you mean, fantasy? <laughs> yeah, we know we know half of the stuff in this podcast for NFL is going to be debating on who we have in fantasy and who our opponent has. We like to play so, favorites pretty damn hard. So like everybody everybody does. For instance, in our in our dynasty league, I gave up Justin Herbert to Justin here, but I got Jamar Chase out of it and a few other pieces. We had a whole deal. We had a discussion about it on a previous podcast, but we actually just had our main uh, redraft league. And I made sure to steal Justin Herbert away from him right before I knew he was going to take him. So I'm pretty happy about that. He was smart. You were smart. You were smart. I know how to play it. All right, so we got the Chargers. I have the Chargers as well. I don't think we play each other week once. We're good. (laughs) There you go. All right. um, The Packers at the Vikings. Oh, give me the the pack all day. Um, See, see, now I got to call you out here. Don't call me out. Yeah, you have right here that you chose the Vikings. Oh, well, look at here. We chose that like two weeks ago. <laughs> so feelings change. Feelings change, thoughts change. Yeah, I have the Packers. So you're going with the pack now? Let's go with the Packers. Fuck it. All right. Okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to keep this one the same because I want to see how this one goes. Oh, sure. Um, Sunday night football, Bucks at Cowboys. Bucks at Cowboys. I like to give it to the Cowboys all day. They barely – Lost to them last season, and I think they'll come out to play. They know the mistakes from last season, and uh, Dak Prescott is ready to feast. I mean, the whole team itself, I don't know if they've signed a backup quarterback yet. I'm, I'm sure they have, but I haven't looked too much into it. But they got so much faith in Dak Prescott, <laughs> they cut all their quarterbacks <laughs> for the 53-man roster. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing there. Um, have, so, we, have, have we got any, like – updates on who they sign surely they've got like cooper rush probably back in the squad or something by now but i i haven't looked at it recently but i'll have to take a gander at it later tonight all right and rounding out week one monday night football bum, 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 bum. got russell wilson and the broncos heading back to seattle take on the seahawks uh, I think to no surprise, it, it's not going to be a contest um the pieces just aren't there for the seahawks i mean they had a quarterback competition all the way into the last game of the preseason where Drew Locke threw three interceptions and let's just ride. easy. Let's ride. They just easy. He easily handed the the helm over to Geno Smith after throwing three interceptions. So um, yeah, Seattle's going to be hard to watch. <laughs> now, I don't think it was the best move looking at it now to have that to be the first Monday night football game. I would have much rather seen Browns Panthers as the first Monday night personally, but this, this will be good. It'll see, uh, it'll see uh, a good take, especially Russell Wilson finally on a new team after years with the Seahawks. It'll be, uh, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I would actually put Packers Vikings Sunday night and then Bucks Cowboys Monday night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So, oh well, you win some, you lose some. In the NFL, they don't Damn care because right. they always win. NFL is king. We all know this. Just Absolutely. look at the ratings every Sunday. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, Caleb, I know we got a long corner this week because mainly it's going to be fantasy insider notes. Oh, yeah. So over here on Caleb's corner this week, we'll basically be talking about just, just fantasy stuff. We recently had our NFL draft for the uh, our redraft league, and we put a lot of money on it. So $200 is the buy-in fee. I can't remember exactly, but we pay out to the top three people. So the first place, I believe, gets like $1,800. Second place, I think it's $300 or $400. Um, third place gets their money back, $200. So we're pretty heavy on it, especially because next year, I think we're about to raise the price again, which, I mean, if I win this year, it's not too bad, but $300 is a lot of money. But to start off with the draft, myself personally, I was in uh, the ninth spot, and Najee Harris fell down to the ninth spot, so I just had to take him. So I got Najee Harris on my team. Next pick, I my whole strategy was just gone. Uh, last season, Justin took four wide receivers right off the rip, to and he somehow won the league. So my strategy going in was to get a couple receivers, and I just failed to do it. But I, I broke down and just said, screw it. I'll take Travis Kelsey next pick. Then the next one after that, I got Mike Williams and so on and so forth. But my, my team's still looking pretty good. Justin's on the other hand. Justin, go ahead and tell us about all the rookies you took in your draft this year. 20 rounds, nine rookies. Nine rookies. My because I'm getting older, I got to take a younger team. You know, I got to feel young. So what gives you so much faith in all these rookies? I took, I personally took uh, two or three rookies myself, Brian Robinson and uh, Sky Moore and Christian Watson. But, you know, bench players, they're guys I got to have on my bench. But you have a couple guys that are starting on your team immediately. Well, I don't know about immediately. I think there's one or two. Um, so James Cook I took right away because I think he's going to – he's just a better running back than Singletary. I don't think it's going to take long. It might not be week one or two, but it's going to be quick. Mm-hmm. And then as far as, like, the wide receivers go, well, I guess we could stay in running backs. I got Ken Walker as well. And then Zamir White and Tyler Algier and then Isaiah Spiller. So, like, there's a lot of promise there, but I got Spiller super late. So, like, I wasn't too worried about that one. He's he's more of a fill-in for a bye week kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But the wide receivers, so, like, I, you know, I feel like I got my starting, uh, I guess you could say, four because I got Devontae Adams, Jerry Judy, Brandon Cooks, and Juju. And I love how two of those Bama boys are on the squad. You must hate to see that, but you know talent when it's there. Got to do what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> and then, um, but as far as like the backups, here you go again. You're going to love this. I got Devonta Smith, Traylon Burks, George Pickens. And, and then I got my Tennessee boy, Valus Jones, down there at the very end. Oh, you never know. Maybe he can pop off for you. <laughs> and then to round out the rookies, I took Kenny Pickett. And uh, we play week six. So his two quarterbacks are Ryan Tannehill and Kenny Pickett. So he better hope Kenny Pickett is uh, the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh by then, or he's going to have to drop someone and pick up another quarterback for that week. No, nah, man, this is a Tannehill to die on. Look at my team name. Shoot, he can't win during the bye week. Might not need to win during the bye week if he can win the rest. Hey, well, that's quite all right. 
We got a lot of guys who uh, made it a lot of questionable calls too, but we're not going to get into that this time. Uh, eventually, sometime we'll have some special guests on here, guys in our league come and, you know, just talk about football, fantasy, how things are going for the week. So something to look forward to for the rest of the season. Um, with all yeah, that being gonna, said, oh, go ahead. We're going to plug, we're going to definitely have people on from our fantasy league since we like, we like running it so much every year. And we got, we got plenty of people to come on and talk a little shit. Hey, and that's what you love to see. We got a lot of shit talkers on there. That's for sure. Um, with all that, uh, for the, First week of the NFL season. Let's go ahead and hear your starts and sits for the week. You got one guy you want to start, one guy you want to sit. What you got for us? What do you want to hear first? Uh, well, give me give me the start. Give me the start. Okay. Well, as you know, I just told you who's on my team. You got to start him. He's in my flex. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a three wide receiver, one flex set up in our league. I don't know why you wouldn't. Wide receivers are so deep. But – I think you got to start Juju this week. Okay. Playing with Kansas City, they got to throw the ball to somebody. He's a good wide receiver. Let's see what happens. You see him having a little bit of a comeback season this year? Yeah, he's projected like 12.7 on on ESPN. I think okay. – uh, I mean, I, th- I think that's the floor, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, with that uh, – with that type of offense, he can easily break out and get 20 points for the for the week. Yeah, so with the sit, a lot of people aren't going to like this because he's going up high on the boards. But I do not like Liz Frank injuries and running backs. So I think you got to sit Najee Harris. Oh, how, how you got to do me like that? I hyped him up, and now you're going to say you want to sit him? Yeah, well, you know, this is – I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think this is a ballsy call. It's just like I told you. Week one is always Derrick Henry's downfall. So maybe like you start him in fantasy because he still might get a touchdown, but mm-hmm. I want to bet him under 150 yards. Yeah. Bet him under 125. Right. I think Najee, you could even bet him under 100 and he'd Makes still be money. good. Eh, well, first game of this first game of the year, they got to take it easy for all the players, see what works and see what doesn't. So I'm, I already know they're supposed to have a little less workload for him. But I, I feel like he's still going to get the same carries once the season gets rolling. Yeah, I think he's fine. I just want to see it first. So I'm going to I'm gonna sit him week one until I see what happens. All right. Well, I'll personally be playing him, but that's because he's my best running back. <laughs> well, well, that's because you were bad at running backs this year. <laughs> our receivers are stacked, though, but it's okay. I'll get the I, double points with uh, Justin Herbert and Mike Williams. That's, that's how it works sometimes. All right, well, we uh, – we were a little busy this week, so we don't have any Ask the In-Laws questions. Maybe we'll pick those back up next week. Um, koozies, Caleb. Did everybody koozies, like the koozies, koozies? Koozies, Everyone loved the koozies. We handed out special koozies for everyone in our league. So they're the same one with our logo. We're handing out to people when they uh, give us a five-star rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. But um, instead of it just being the logo, we also have a little fantasy football logo with the 11th season and the title of our uh, fantasy group called The Show. So everyone uh, really enjoyed getting that. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, and if you would like to get your hands on a koozie with just the Football In-Laws podcast logo on it, give us a five-star review and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and email those over after you screenshot them 
to footballinlaws at gmail.com or just DM me at footballinlaws on Twitter and I'll get in touch with you and I'll send you one for free. It's as easy as that, guys. I mean, who doesn't love a free koozie? I mean, I, he's literally using one right now as we speak. Yeah, how are you guys? Are you going to, like, keep your beer in your hand without your hand getting super cold while you're watching all of these games week one through, uh, through 18? It's the best way to do it. Well, that's all we got for you guys this week. So uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Peace.